know what it is. Black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty. You know who it is. Black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty. Odie, Mari, Sodi, Mari, Mari, Sodi, Mari, Sodi. Black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty. Hey, oh. Yes, Mo. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty, black and snorty. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Boy, oh boy, that is growing on me. I'm not going to lie. I, first of all, love it. Yeah. And I feel like it should be the beginning of like a cartoon. Yeah, I honestly, it really should. It really should. Uh, hey, listeners, welcome again to another week of the Black and Snurdy Podcast. Uh, you know, just a couple of sexy nerds and we're black and, you know, thanks for listening to us. Goodbye. Uh <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I am, of course, Maurice. And I'm Odie. Yay. And, uh, yeah, I just, I got to be honest with you, I feel a little bit, um, just slightly off. You know what I mean? Like, we're, this is a week after birthdays and everything like that, so I'm a little bit sluggish, but. It's I don't, also after midnight, so. I mean, I did, I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to say anything. Hey, we're, we're, this is about transparency. Yeah, all right, you know, fine, fair <laughs> enough, transparency. We're, we're transparent, yes, this is uh, being recorded at nighttime, where things get a little bit more sexy. You're listening yeah. to the Black nope. and Snurdy <laughs> Podcast. Coming that was into, not my intention. We're going to be coming up with dedications and playing a little bit of Bobby Womack. <laughs> all right. Okay, all right, fine, fair enough. Um... <laughs> Look, man, I, I, I'm i going to be doing stuff just to entertain myself, okay? If I can't do that, then where can I do it? Nowhere. That, yeah, I'm about to say, because I don't even... Was that even a sentence that made sense? Um, perhaps. Uh, listeners, please write in if you think that that made sense. Yes, write in to <laughs> us anyhow. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of writing in, that was a bad segue. I can admit that. Why don't we just dive right into our pop culture segment? Yep. Dirty pop. <laughs> okay. Um, so the first uh, item we have here, mm-hmm. unfortunately sad. Uh, we we're pouring one out for Shock G, who passed away a few days ago at 57 years old. If mm. you don't know, Shock G was in Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their top songs was uh, Humpty, The Humpty Dance. Mm-hmm. And I believe Tupac was in that video. It's your chance to do your dance, doing the hump. Do you know how often, as a side note, do you know how often my dad would play that in the car? He loved that uh, generation of music and all the time we were doing the Humpty Dance or not doing the Humpty Dance, playing (laughs) because we were playing that song over and over. And it wasn't until I became a much older individual that I uh, realized what they were talking about. Yeah, they weren't talking about a, you know, a fairy tale story. They weren't. Um. (laughs) The uh, funny thing is, I learned about Shock G as like a little kid because mm-hmm. my parents, when they were married, they recorded like all these hip hop R and B videos on MTV mm-hmm. <laughs> on VHS. Mm-hmm. And when we would go to my dad's house because he didn't have cable, mm-hmm. all we had was our tapes. So it was like, excuse me, a bunch of random movies like Enemy Mine and these music videos and i used to love watching digital underground because you know the humpty dance would come on and for one if you know anything about shock g you can remember his trademark big nose and Mm -hmm. i always thought that was so funny i always loved his voice Mm -hmm. um but you know it's sad he was only 57 years old Mm -hmm. um you know our rest in peace rest rest in in power power, Mm -hmm. uh to gregory jacobs and did you know that he was born in brooklyn i didn't know that yeah, he was born here, and then he moved to Oakland when he was little and was raised out there. So he had a mixture of of both uh, the East and the West Coast music. He worked with a lot of the big-name rappers. I believe he worked with – he might, he definitely worked with Tupac, but mm-hmm. he may have worked with Biggie, too. Um, but, you know, that's sad. Well, just shout-out to another legend. I, honestly, I'm going to be frank with you. This is, what, the third week in a row where we've had to start off this uh, conversation – like shouting out uh, a rap legend, like a, yeah. a legend in our community. Yeah. It's 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 disheartening, quite frankly. And I do mean rest in power to each and every one of these individuals who have passed. You your legacies are secure. We will all, we will never forget any of y'all, and we'll never forget you, Shock G. So shout out to you. 
And uh, I hope wherever you are, you have peace. And just a reminder again, black people of all ages, doing genders, a humpty dance in heaven. Please uh, continue to drink water, mm-hmm. take your meds and sups, mm-hmm. go to the doctor, all the doctors, every single one. If there's a doctor out there, just go and double check. Yes, just go. Like, any type of doctor. Just go. Yeah, you know what? Wear if they, sunscreen. PhD. Okay, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, wear sunscreen just because Black our- Black girl sunscreen does not give you that weird casty stuff on you. You don't look Casper. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got some and do all that because we get melanoma too. Yes, we do. Just just take care of yourselves because 57 is way too young. And yes. I just feel like every single person in these last few weeks, they've all been under 60, mm-hmm. you know, which is just, it's just sad. So, you know, much love to their families. Um, and into in a in more happier news. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you noticed this a few months ago that, um, well, you know that um, Jeopardy in November lost the iconic host Alec Alec Trebek. Yes, from cancer, and so since then they've been trying these different guest hosts. Some of them have been people who were on the show before. I honestly couldn't even because I think at one point it was. They were trying to try out Ken Jennings, who I believe was the longest running champion. And quite frankly, I haven't really tuned into Jeopardy since his passing. Yeah, same. But I also, you know, don't have basic television (laughs) and I don't that I have to watch with my grandmother uh, right after school. (laughs) First of all, that was the best time. That was the only time I could watch TV after school. Be Like, oh, Jeopardy's on. All right, fine. I guess you're kind of learning something. Yeah. Well, Um, I guess so. I, my was more of a Frasier kind of guy. I mean, oh, I also watched those too, but the, the Jeopardy came on early enough where it was like, I could, I wouldn't get in trouble for sitting down and watch TV because I'm like, I'm learning things. Yes. Um, but, uh, since then, uh, LeVar Burton are, you know, AKA Jordy from Star Trek, AKA the host of Reading Rainbow. And just like, I was also going to, I, and I know it's terrible. I was going to say also known as Kunta Kente. Oh, well, I mean that, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of his roles. Yeah. So Le- a, a legendary. legendary role. It wasn't even like a little one. Um, yeah. But and I believe he, and he was in he was uh, with Cicely Tyson in that movie. And I think he was only 19 years old, if I can remember correctly. But anyway, um, anyway, LeVar Burton, he people have been petitioning for him to be the next host. Mm-hmm. And he had also like wrote a tweet like I would really love to host a show, like just really shooting a shot. Mm-hmm. And so now, in the last installment of guest hosts that they're going to have, mm-hmm. he's one of them in August. Fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to LeVar Burton. Uh, I believe, honestly, I think he should be the permanent, permanent host. host. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everyone, like, there have been other people that they're gonna, they've are gonna they had as, like, guest hosts. There are some other few people, like, I think Robin Roberts, you know, she's going to be doing it. And but you know she's not leaving Good Morning America to go do Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe she wants to do it, but I doubt it. I mean, that's and that's such a. I, I if anybody should be able to do it, I believe it should be Levar Burton. Yeah, for of course, because sure. he's the one. He is the Reading Rainbow. Already, he's gonna be like, first. He was teaching us how to read. Now he's gonna have us answering like questions about it, stuff and learning new things. He's the reason why I, when my nephew was growing up, he was the reason why I read books to him that specific way, where he would, you know, just read it and then he would show the book. Ah, you know, yes, um, with a little bit of flair, but also be, soothing. If I could be honest, when I was little and reading Rainbow, when we were, when it was popular for mm-hmm. us, I personally did not love it. Okay. I love, and the thing is, you see my house, you know how many books I have. I yeah, love reading. It, it's insane. It, it's it's a lot. I often question <laughs> if you've read all of these books. I have not, but I have them here for yes. when I want to. Mm-hmm. I just love books, okay? That's just my thing. But, but um, even though I didn't love it when I was younger, mm-hmm. I feel like as I got older, I appreciated it more. Mm-hmm. And I just love LeVar Burton and all the, like, I'm, you know, I'm a Trekkie. So, of course. of course, like, I love that. I remember watching Kente and all the different, like, side roles. <laughs> I remember watching Kunta Kente. I mean, Sorry. yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It was Roots. Well, <laughs> well he, his Available name is Kunta Kente. can be streamed right now on HBO Max. We're not sponsored by them, but I have watched the, <laughs> I, I've watched all of Roots on uh, HBO Max. 
Either way, mm-hmm. um, I just really hope he gets it because that's a lot of black excellence. And I just want to say, just off the strength of if you want to have a program where people are going to tune in, you just got to get the best host. And right now, the best host is LeVar Burton. I think so, too. I'm right. Th- Honestly, I'm right there with you. So, again, <laughs> ma- make him the permanent host. Yes. That's all. We're That's not asking a lot. It's the smallest thing. I ask a lot, but that's not <laughs> one of the things that's too much. It's not. Yeah. Um, and lastly, for pop culture today was the um, Oscars Ooh, 2021. That is correct. When we're recording this, the Oscars have gone off the air. I don't know why you're looking at me like that, <laughs> as if that is a slight of some kind. It's not. I'm just looking at you. What is wrong with my faces? I. You need to ask that question to yourself <laughs> while looking in the mirror. <laughs> I personally don't have any issue with my faces. You just always seem to think that I'm being shady towards you. And I'm shady boots a bit, but not right now. Okay, fair enough. Fair maybe enough. you're just sleepy. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Maybe I am just sleepy. <laughs> Anyhow. So, yeah, so the, the Oscars. Oscars are today. Yes. And um, a lot of people who we really wanted to win mm-hmm. did win. Daniel K. K- He's your, he's your boyfriend for now two weeks in a row. Yeah, you have he is. stumbled on saying his name. Um, I have stumbled on saying a lot of names because I'm not the best at pronunci- pronunciation sometimes. Mm-hmm. Are you going to chastise me more about this? I'm not. I'm just pointing out a very interesting thing. We're friends, right? <laughs> um, Playful. So he won for a Best Supporting Actor for Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was go- it was a lot of great people he was going up against, like Lakeith Stanfield also. Mm-hmm. Um, he won, and then sadly, Chadwick Boseman did not win Best Actor. It went to Anthony Hopkins, and now I did not see Father, which is what Anthony Hopkins was um, running for. Um, allegedly, it was really good, but I just feel like, I mean, come on. I, why wouldn't we just give it to Chadwick? Anthony Hopkins? Yes, and Anthony Hopkins is the oldest person to, in, I think he's the oldest person ever to win I- in that category. So, I mean, something was made, but I just feel like, Chadwick, just give it to him. Like Anthony can make another movie and win. You know what? I'm. This is gonna be slightly disrespectful. <laughs> to who? Chadwick? Or? No, no. Oh, never to Chadwick. Oh, never. Okay. You know what kind of forever? So never to Chadwick. Okay. Good. But Anthony Hopkins, you said he's the oldest recipient of the Best Male Actor Academy Award. Yeah. Hannibal. Hannibal. Uh, ass. Anthony. Anthony Hopkins. Yep. We don't, he has enough. You know what I mean? Like that, we couldn't, he didn't need to, we didn't need to give it to him, right? Like, is there a secret that I don't know about? Like he's about to be on his deathbed or something like that? He already has, um, he already has one. I feel like if you, okay. He already has an Oscar. He has an Oscar already? Yeah, this is, is, he has two uh, Academy Awards, four BAFTAs, two Emmys. And the Cecil B. DeMille Award. So I, he has enough. I'm not even going to remember this character. I remember Hannibal, like, off the just off the strength of him, just Baba Beans and a nice Keontae. I feel <laughs> like if you're going to win the award, it better be for something that is definitely going to be iconic. I didn't even see this movie, and all I've been doing is just ingesting nothing but movies into my veins throughout this uh, parallelalala. I, uh, oh, I mean, I won't say that the movie that he did was in was bad or good. Mm. I will not say it's better than uh, Ma Rainey or worse than Ma Rainey because, uh, honestly, I haven't seen neither of them. Mm. So I am giving this opinion basically just be I'm being 100% transparent mm-hmm. that I am being biased yeah. <laughs> towards Chadwick. Because not only is it Chadwick Boseman, yeah. my, our, our bison brother, our mm-hmm. fallen bison, mm-hmm. who I feel like deserves every single thing you could ever give to him because mm-hmm. he's dope AF and he's not here anymore to grace us with his presence. So we need to give him every single thing that we could possibly give him because it doesn't matter how many things we give him now, it will never be enough. That's exactly right. He needs to be celebrated now and forever to the end of time in perpetuity. Okay, and yes. yes, I'm also biased because guess what? I don't care. I vote black every. I'm voting for everybody black. I'm voting for everyone black, unless I'm, they're Candace Owens. But uh, she's. I mean, in the, in, the, in the Academy Award, like I'm yes. rooting for everybody black. Who's come on now? Like for real, for reals. You know what I mean? Never, obviously not Amarosa, not uh, Candace Owens, and uh, I don't know where we landed ben on uh, on uh, yeah, not Ben. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, and I take I take personal offense to Ben Carson because he's also from Baltimore. You that you know what, Ben Carson? Miss me with that bullshit, bullshit. Anyhow, so. <laughs> but yes, uh, you were saying about Chadwick. Yeah, no, I just I I celebrate Chadwick. In fact, as a matter of fact, once we are done recording and once several hours have passed of me being asleep, I am going to <laughs> wake up and watch the the Five Bloods. I have not seen that. Wait for me to watch it because I want to watch it with someone. All right. Well, then, come, yeah, come over and uh, we'll watch it together. Yes. Yes. I really want to watch that. Okay. We could do a bubble, double oh, a bubble feature, a mm-hmm. double feature mm-hmm. of Ma Rainey and Five Bloods because I've been holding on to both of them mm-hmm. just because, I mean. It makes me sad. It makes me sad. And I'm like, if I'm, these are the last two movies I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. I just want to just hold on to them as long as possible. No, I, I feel you. I'm right there with you. But I honestly might as well knock them out. Uh, I don't know about back to back, like in one sitting. Because they are kind of heavy. Both of them are kind of heavy. Not only are they heavy, but the Five Bloods, I've already seen the Five Bloods. That's a long ass movie. (laughs) Like it's it's maybe like two. Spike Lee loves long movies. It might be two Justice Leagues. Snyder cuts, if you know what I mean, because that movie—I still haven't finished it. I have to start it's it. It's so fucking long. It's a long fucking movie, but it's—you know what? It let's is do what it a, is. Let's watch it while doing like a drinking game or something. You know what? I'm right there with you. Pink, pinky promise. Pinky promise. Here we go, Boop. and we've locked in the pinky promise. <laughs> um, I'm gonna abuse this thing. I know. I know. So much. I know. Anyhow. Um, now, one thing that I felt was kind of weird. Oh, uh, sh- shout out to Viola Davis because she won uh, Best Actress for Ma Rainey. I was like, how are you going to give her for Best Actress for Ma Rainey, but you're not going to give him Best Actor for Ma Rainey? Just nope. make it make I don't know. I don't but, know. Okay. Also, Ma Rainey just had a lot of great wins because two women, um, they, black women, got the first um, uh, for makeup and makeup and uh hairstyle you know what and that's a that's saying a lot the fact that we're still making first yeah like that's how long it's been and that's where we are we're still doing the first black person to x you know so so shout out to mia neal and jamika wilson you deserve all the things And and honestly i was reading something a few weeks ago i was talking about the oscars and how like black people who get when they after we get an oscar it does not or any of these big awards the way that it could catapult a white person's career mm-hmm. both in like prestige accolades money mm-hmm. we don't get the same which uh, is so frustrating it, it, yeah it's, it is frustrating the only ones that i can think of off the rip would be cuba Gooden jr and holly berry i mm. but then mm. i don't i but you do know. you feel like Cuba, Halle Berry for sure, because she's had a very long lasting like career full of like really good movies. But Cuba, I honestly don't feel like his catalog after a certain point has like really connected with the type of movies that he probably should have been given. I would I would say ironically, I would say that his best, most recent role of all the roles since he won was as OJ Simpson. Yeah, no, everyone really said that was a really good one, but it's mm-hmm. kind of like life imitating art because you saw how he got arrested for the whole Me Too situation. Uh, of course, so. yeah. Which is why he doesn't get the air horn. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> see, exactly. Like, I do understand restraint and context, okay? Thank you. But Holly Berry, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, but that's all I got for pop culture. I mean, you know, a lot of different things been going on. There's a lot of news. Uh, but most of it's just been... You know, regular degular stuff. Okay. And then, hey, you know what? There's nothing wrong with regular degular stuff. There's not, because we live in a regular degular life. And speaking of a regular degular life, how about we take a regular degular break? <laughs> God. Yeah, that's that's exactly uh, my transition. <laughs> yes, please. Does it feel good? It does. Okay. And we will be right back. BRB. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy Podcast. And we're back. Feels good. I do not have the from outer space. I don't want to abuse that every single time. No, I wasn't expecting you to do that. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to sing or something. No, no. You haven't been singing any songs. I haven't really felt like it, if that makes sense. I haven't, you know, look, I love to sing uh, about the moon and the June and the spring, uh, but apparently (laughs) yet another drop that I need to get. (laughs) But yeah, you know, it's okay. It's fine. It's it's fine. I will 
make sure to do that in the future. Okay. Yeah. But thank you for at least like caring enough to. I like when we do our little song dives. I actually like it too. But speaking of liking stuff. (laughs) Keep it in there. Don't take it out. (laughs) I like space. That's one of my favorite things. It's Final Frontier. Just made me realize I had not switched over something. So, Mm -hmm. but it's okay. You know what? That it keeps it fresh when little mistakes happen. But it's okay because now this is time for us to discuss our mental health journey. We are mental health advocates, not mental health experts, but we're clearly each of us on our own journeys. And we're here to discuss how our week has been in that regard. So tell me about your week. How's your mental health journey been this past week? My mental health journey has been pretty good this week. I went to therapy. I scheduled to speak with my new, my possibly new therapist on Monday. So I'm excited about that. Fantastic. And um, I'm clapping it up for myself because I pushed through all my anxiety, had my final contract negotiation with my job, and I'm officially the uh, deputy editorial director. <laughs> That's fantastic to hear. Odie, finally, she negotiated her contract, and now she's making the big money. Big money, big money. What do I always say? Um, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, and I am that bitch. And I'm going to secure that bag, and I'm not going to take any shit. So You know what? Push the purple one. Push the purple one. Yeah. I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch. Yes, you are. I am. Yes, all of those things. And I, I will say this. I'm very proud of you. It sounded like you have a really good week. Obviously, I was around for partial part of it. But I'm I'm happy for you. I really, you've been wanting to talk. You've been, you know, this contract thing has been on your mind for a long time. I'm glad that now it has been taken care of. Thank you. Um. Yeah, it always feels good to advocate for yourself and ask for what you want. And, and I want to say... Even though I was anxious, it was not nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be. Um, and it just felt really great to know that I said what I wanted, got what I wanted, and now I can move on. How was your week? Before I start my week, again, I want to just say I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you. You deserve your flowers. Look, this week, as far as my mental health journey, I have my, this is my therapy week Mm -hmm. this past Friday. It's been dialed back to every two weeks. Congratulations again. Because that just shows progress, I guess. It does. Yeah, and you know. You know what that is? What what could that possibly... What could it possibly be, Odie? What could it what could it possibly be? Why don't you go ahead and push the purple one? You know what that is? It's gross. Yes. <laughs> boy, oh yes. boy. I'm so glad we did that. <laughs> so I this week was a bit not rough, but a bit eye-opening, I would say. Mm-hmm. Continuing the sort of theme from the last time I spoke about having anxiety, I would say that I spoke to my therapist ongoing about the anxiety that I had spoken about last week, you know, just the fallout from my birthday, essentially. Yeah. You know, but more than anything, I would say that this past week, I, ever since my birthday, Ever since I turned 32, I've just sort of felt uninspired and listless. Mm -hmm. This past week was a very nothing week where nothing happened and I didn't do any of the things that I normally do. In fact, I didn't do any of the things that I was doing on the lead up to my birthday. Mm -hmm. And I recognize that like I had a goal set for myself going into my birthday. I was exercising as hard as possible because I wanted to be the sexiest and the healthiest I could be going into the new year. Mm-hmm. I was working on my 
main goals of strengthening my bonds with my family on my dad's side and strengthening my bonds with my friends. And I accomplished that. In fact, I would say that my birthday was a result of that. I would even say part of this week has been a result of that because my best friend from college, still in town, me and her, we actually hang, hung out on Wednesday. And it was fantastic. And I had a lot of fun. And it felt like the old days in yeah. a way. But I also didn't keep up with my exercising. And I didn't really do the editing that I should have done. And I didn't do the to-do list thing that I normally did before. And mm -hmm. so for me, it was just very hard to jumpstart the new year, the new 32. Yeah. <laughs> it was just difficult. It was just difficult. And I spoke to my therapist about that. And I essentially... I just need to set little mini goals for myself. Mm -hmm. I have these grand goals of, you know, being a better friend to new friends or being a better family member to different sections of my family. And they're very lofty and continuing to be healthy. Those are very lofty things that in many ways are kind of abstract. Yeah. So I just have to narrow things down to their baby steps, break everything down to its baby steps. Call my mother, send my mother a text message, send my nephew a text message. These little things here and there. Yeah. That ultimately go up to uh, the larger goal that I'm trying to accomplish. Schedule your chat with your friend. You know, things like that. And I've been trying to do that the last few days. It has been working. And... I feel better having spoken about it and having gotten a device to do it. It's just that it's that getting going part yeah. that is really difficult because once you have momentum, you're just going, you know? Yeah. But it's just really hard to take those first steps. But I want to believe that I've already taken those first steps. I want to believe I have taken those first steps. I have. And so now I, am going to tackle all of those things one step at a time. That's great. I think you should clap for yourself. Aww. Because, um, I mean, you've been working really hard. And I think, like, when we reach one goal, sometimes it is hard to, like, find momentum afterwards because it's like, well, what am I, else am I supposed to do? So I think putting things down in small doses will be helpful for you. You won't be as stressed about like completing all your huge big goals mm -hmm. and you're you know you're still making progress and sometimes you know you, after you make a big goal you just need a little bit of a break so maybe you just had a break last week to be able to like refresh yourself breathe and now you know you're good i'm gonna give myself that you, you're right. you need it you deserve it okay well and starting tomorrow which is we're recording this is today i will get back on the exercise trail i'll start my day by writing myself a to-do list like i had been doing i'll break everything down into their mini parts and just go from there and just go from there so yeah and i feel good about that well that has been our that has been our mental health journey for the past week but you know what I hate to say this, but sometimes it's not always, you know, uh, using the tools that our therapists have gifted us. Sometimes it's just a little bit more difficult, which is why I want to ask you something. Odie, <laughs> how has your week been? What, what in the past week has frustrated you got under your craw annoyed the shit out of you what's grinding you <laughs> um i feel like this week i mean honestly i'm inside so i don't really have to deal with people um i don't have to deal with people too much mm -hmm. um but i did see something earlier th this weekend that pissed me off mm -hmm. and i'm gonna play for you um it's lizzo lizzo was in a video uh, I guess allegedly, like, she doesn't eat Oreos, and this is, like, her first time trying them. Mm -hmm. And I just want to play you this little clip 
um, because it just pissed me off. Okay, so they say the best way is you're supposed to dunk it. So I'm just going to dunk it for a little bit. This woman is so full of fucking shit. Does anybody believe that this is the first time that Lizzo has dunked Oreo cookies into fucking milk? Yeah. So this white guy, I'm not even going to say his TikTok. He does one of those things where you like, I don't know what it's called on TikTok because I don't really use it too much, but it's like you can react to other people's videos. And he was like just blasting her. People in his comments were just being gross and fat shaming. And I'm just like, I really, I see this a lot on, it's not just Lizzo. Um, I see a lot of these people constantly commenting, saying terrible things about different people online. And I'm just like, what is, what is the problem with people? Why do you feel the need to just be nasty and rude? Because even if it's, whether it's a, you know, a black woman who's heavy set, a black woman that is might be disabled or have something else going on or just a person that has that checks any other box. It's not like thin and uh conventionally beautiful and you know whatever is supposed to make you uh better than someone else and people just coming at them online as if it it's like does that make you feel better to be rude and nasty to someone? And I'm like, of all the things that are happening, you just still constantly have these people who are assholes. And this freaking white guy that reminds me of uh, the dude from Oz, <laughs> he, like a neo-Nazi from Oz, mm-hmm. yelling at this black woman about whether she eats Oreos. First of all, there are plenty of people that I know who, yes, Oreos are a super popular snack, but everybody doesn't eat them. Maybe they, do they eat Nilla wafers or Snackums or something in your house. Maybe she had Chips Ahoy. Who the fuck knows? Either way, whether she had an Oreo bef- or not before, I don't care. But to kind of be like so antagonistic because she may or may not have had one and you can't believe this fat woman is se- talking about she doesn't know how to eat Oreos and she's asking for suggestions. It's just like, how bored are you? She's, I mean, one, it's just Oreos. Like, who the fuck cares? It's not rocket science. It's not like she's asking about the Hippocratic odor or something else that, like, is of, of consequence. It's about a fucking chocolate cookie. Go get a life. That was it. That was it. That was just what was pissing me off. Rude people on the internet is just constantly pissing me off because we're online more and more, and you just see how more and more people are being abused online and how that abuse does not just stay online because some people really take it to heart, and then you never know how that's going to impact them in the long run. And even though they always say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, that's not true. Words hurt, and it doesn't take anything to just be a decent human being. Just decent. That's it. What about you? What about you? I don't want to keep ranting. First and foremost, and just as a reaction to what you just said, uh, white dudes on TikTok who are clearly over 40, <laughs> this over is how 50. I this is how I feel. No, I'm saying over 40. This is how I feel every time I see any of your videos. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> and I'll just leave it there. Um, God damn it. This week, okay. Yesterday, you and I, we were hanging out at a bar. Uh, what is the name of this bar? It has a tree in the middle of it. Do you remember the Fiona's, name of it? Fiona's Bar. Fiona's Bar? Yeah. Okay. So, Shrek. So, yes. Shout out to Fiona's Bar. No, I do not have the air horn drop. But even still, probably not even going to be in this section because you know what this is. This is grinding. We're, we're friends. You know, we've been friends for a long time. And... Part of being sexy and nerdy means that we're mad musical. Mm -hmm. We're singing and we're carrying on. I think we literally did like a whole melody run of just a bunch of Drew Hill songs. Side note, I am from Baltimore. I love Drew Hill. And I have this theory that Drew Hill's songs fall into two categories. It's either about a dude who is thirsting after somebody that he can't have. Or it's about how he he just lost somebody that he used to be with, (laughs) hence the love we had stayed on my mind. Whatever. 
And we're carrying on because we're mad theatrical. We're singing. And mind you, all of these songs that we're singing, we're just listening to them on an AirPod. You know, we're not singing whatever is playing in the actual bar. We're just carrying on and singing just as is. Right. Because it's fun. It's 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 just a, a fun night out on a Saturday night in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. This dude comes up to us and he gives this nice compliment. He's like, hey, listen, I just want to tell you that y'all are having a really good time. And I like that y'all are having a really good time. And, you know, I love seeing, you know, just like black magic and everything like that. Uh, good shout out to y'all. And he he comes up to the like close enough where he could put his hand on my shoulder. Thank God he didn't. Because here's the thing, and this is the thing that annoys me. We've been in a project for the past year, right? We have been hearing stories about people catching COVID left and right. You know, you and I are friends and we can be within each other's spheres because we're essentially in a fucking pod together, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's why we can be close to each other. People are getting vaccinated. Great. I don't know who's vaccinated yet. (laughs) You don't know if I'm vaccinated yet. I haven't made any sort of Facebook post with a little weird outline border that says, I got vaccinated yet. So strangers at a bar don't approach me ever. I'm so sick. I hated it pre. Pandemonium. Pandemonium. I couldn't think of a P word. I hated it pre pandemonium. I hate it now. I don't, don't approach me. Don't come close to me. I don't even care that this was like a positive thing that he was giving. Guess what? All of that stuff would have been nice. Cool. Before fucking COVID, before COVID literally affected the entire fucking world. Now we've been in this for a year. We know not to come close. I don't give a fuck that his mask was on his face. My mask wasn't. You're a stranger. Don't talk to me. Don't come close to me at this fucking bar unless you're the bartender. In which case, I always tip the bartender. One, the bartender kept his mask on the entire time. So shout out to him. And also, uh, I tip the bartenders during this time a lot. Because the fact that they're, they got hit hard. The restaurant industry, that got hit mad hard. Okay? Mm-hmm. It did. So, they get their money. They need their money. And I'm going to do whatever I can to give them my money. Right? Strangers. No more. No more strange people coming up to people that you don't know in bars. Okay? Because I swear to God, if I get fucking COVID because somebody wanted to give me hashtag black magic in person to my face, do you know how much of a mind fuck that's going to be? Don't come, don't, don't approach me in a bar. Not anymore. Sorry. I just don't, don't, I don't, I don't trust any of it. So please, please do not do that. It's not good. COVID's running around. I don't want it. I have a vein popping out of your head. Because it's just, why? (laughs) Why? It wasn't necessary. And again, this is how I feel, whether it was a positive thing or not. Like, he gave me a compliment. Cool, that's great. I don't know you. You better yell that compliment like, hey, boy, and I'll accept it that way. But don't come close to me. Don't like get to, to our, uh, our elbows could be be rubbing together. Fuck out of here. I'm the yep. Yep. That's not good. <laughs> Keep that on there. You better not change it out. Miss me with that bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah, that's. Yep. <laughs> Miss me with that bullshit. That's just how I felt. That's what happened to me this week. As a matter of fact, the fact that I went through an entire week. And that's the only thing that happened. You know what? I'll take that as a win. But that was grinding. But of course, we don't always end things on a bad note. We're positive people. We're positive snurds. Which is now just... You know what's funny? I'm now realizing 
we don't ever say that word in our podcast. Yes, ever. we do. Not 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 a, where snurge of a feather flock together. Okay, that's that's the only time we ever. Are we supposed to be yelling it out throughout the podcast? It's like a catchphrase. Should we? Okay. We're nerds. Well, what? We're sexy nerds. I don't know if we need to throw it out, but we can. I can start sprinkling it, it in. I feel sentences. like it should be our hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> oh, man. You're delusional. You need to go to sleep. And you know what? That, that might be the case. It is mad late, <laughs> but it's okay because what we're going to do we end on the things that made us happy this week. I'm the baby merchant. Tots are us. I give you all the service and no damn fuss. Give the baby merchant just a week or two. I'll have your baby for you. That song brings me so much joy. It does. Every single time I hear it. That even if I had nothing that would bring me happy... Bring me joy this week. That brings me joy each and every time. Can I be honest with you? Yes. It's getting to become like gold tier in my life where (laughs) I, because there are certain things that I like so much that (laughs) I, even, even if I like them, it's like, okay, Maurice, you're playing it too much. Then there's gold tier where I can play it. Every single goddamn day, and I will never get tired of it. It's been, it's slowly getting up there with Georgie Porgy. Oh, it's getting up oh, there wow. with Georgie Porgy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose. Keep this in mind. Kiss from a Rose used to be gold tier, and then it dropped into. But you hate that. Song. I hate it. For a long time, I loved it, and then it was just like, nope, this is not a good song. Do you think that's gonna happen with Baby Merchant? I don't think it will. I don't think I'm, it will. I love Baby Merchant. I honestly, I feel like they should retroactively give it a, a Grammy. I'm the baby Merchant. Tots <laughs> I think it's Tots R Us that sells me every single time. Because when I when I hear it, I just see him doing his little shimmy. Yes, but I, I can't. It's all of the components. It's it's. Baby Merchant, it's the the beat of the song. It's yeah. that he's in a light blue sort of like windbreaker. Windbreaker. Oh man. And he's really into it. I love it. <laughs> he's bobbing I, his head. I love it. Anyhow, so what are what what's what made you happy this week? Well, again, me um, solidifying my contract, mm-hmm. taking the initiative, not being afraid. That definitely made me really happy. Um and, oh, I, I read this story that made me happy. I'm just going to sh- uh, give you a little quick overview of it. Um, the mayor of Birmingham, Mayor Randall Woodfin, on 420, he uh, issued a blanket pardon for people who have been convicted of a misdemeanor marijuana possession within the last three decades. That's fantastic. So it was about 15,000 people. Holy shit, wait, what? Could you imagine? Yeah. And so um, he pardoned the 15,000 people while also advocating for support of the total decriminalization of marijuana in the state of Alabama. So he started a petition for it. It's on his Twitter. And I just feel like that's really amazing because right now we already know how many black and brown people have been impacted and jailed and, you know, kind of lives thrown into a spiral over marijuana, and now that like the prohibition is basically over, there are plenty of people who are still in jail, not making any money off of it, while mm-hmm. white people are just taking the money and running. And you, you know, honestly, I don't think anyone should be in the in in jail for weed. Everyone should be let out, and it's just kind of like it's sad because I remember um, a little after we graduated, I interviewed a man who had just gotten out of jail. He was about 66 or maybe 70 years old. Mm-hmm. He, the first time he went to jail was because he had, like, a roach. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, 16 years old, mm-hmm. goes to jail, and then from then, you know, with recidivism, you just keep, you go in, and it's really difficult to stay out once you go in because mm-hmm. you go in, people don't want to give you a job, you can't find housing, like, all these things. And it was just, like, his whole entire life derailed because of a simple joint. You know, and like it just was really sad to me. And I know that there are so many more people like that, you know, especially people who've been there. They at 16 years old, they're, they were put in jail for 50 years over something so small and that people are currently making millions of dollars, probably billions. Like everyone is 
cashing in on this crop that only was made illegal due to racism in the first place. If the American government did not get upset that black and Latino farmers were making money for growing marijuana and the distribution of it, it would have never been illegal in the first place. I mean, there's so the war on drugs is mostly is not even a war on drugs. It's a war on black and brown people. Once the country saw how people of color were making money off of drugs, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, these things are bad. Meanwhile, years before it was like you were giving these drugs as medicine. You know, it's like that. That's very frustrating. But knowing that there are people who are put in power who are actively trying to kind of right those wrongs is really important. And I hope that in Alabama, where these people come out, that they are able to just get the support that they need, housing, um, food, shelter. And there was another story I read about this pizza place in Philly called Down North uh, Down North Pizza, where they um, the people who are the, the owners, they employ all people who used to be incarcerated. So there's just a lot of like great restorative justice esque things that are going on, and I you know that's really important for me because you know like I, like I, as I said before, I'm a, a budding abolitionist, and I'm I'm studying as much as I can. I'm reading that book by Marima Cabe called uh, "Till Till We're Free," we won't stop until we're free, and it's just like we need so many more people who are on board with making sure that people who have been in prison can come out and live full lives and not be judged by what they did because the point of going in is so that you can come out and live a new life. And so I'm just happy that these people are going to get their these pardons so that they can go forward, be able to vote, and just having regular lives again. And shout out to all of the people that you have mentioned who are doing good work. That's fantastic. What about you, my friend? <sighs> Honestly, why did I heavy sigh just before I, I said that? No, this is the this is what made me happy. Spending time with my best friend from college, you know? I haven't seen her in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't spent any sort of one-on-one time in I would say years. You know, most of it would be me going down and visiting for her birthday. But, of course, it's her birthday, and so she's hosting, and she's the center of the party. So it's not really like one-on-ones. It's more so just like, hey, we flick it up, take a picture, yeah. and then that's it. You know what I mean? Uh, and because I was I was broke, and because I was a brokey, and because I was Poe, like, back in the day, <laughs> uh, which I, I, I yeah, I, that's also something that I am no longer saying the whole I ain't Poe no more. Yes. Um, I didn't, I didn't really travel down. And when I did travel down, it was mostly for their, my best friend from college is in DC. I didn't travel that much. The only time I would travel would be for holidays to go back to Baltimore. If I was in DC, it was mostly for gigs for shows that I had, you know, and more times than not, it would be for a 24 hour period. You know, it would literally be just go down there, do my thing and then come back. Yeah. So I literally have not been able to spend time one-on-one in, I would say, years, Mm -hmm. you know? And we, you know, this was, uh, she came up for my birthday party, and she's originally from New York, stayed in town longer than expected, and reached out and said, hey, let's hang out. And we hung out just one-on-one. And it it was just really nice, you know? It was just really nice to sort of catch up, to fall you know, sort of back into that, like, sort of rhythm Mm -hmm. of friendship. It's just sometimes when you are friends with somebody and you haven't seen them in a long time, so much time has passed, so many things about you have changed that sometimes it could come off a little bit weird if y'all are in different stages in your lives. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't know how that rhythm is going to be. You don't know how you're going to feel. It's going to be like, oh, is this forced or anything like that? But no, it literally... And we have we are both on different tracks than the last time we spent time together because we're all we're growing up. We're grown. We're in our 30s. We're doing shit, you know. But it just felt really nice to sort of 
just that banter, that back and forth, that rhythm. It just felt really nice to sort of be able to know that that is still there, that I still have that rapport with my best friend. And it just solidified in my mind that my friendships matter so much to me and that when I say that somebody is a friend or a best friend or a close friend, that that means something. That means that I am literally investing into you years of connection so that if we don't speak to each other for a while and then we come back, that rhythm is still going to be there. Yeah. And it was good to know that that was still there. And it meant a lot. So that's what made me happy this week. I'm the baby merchant. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I really do. I really do. That was a uh, that was fun. Okay. Well, Odie. Yes, Maurice. I think it's time for us to <laughs> wrap it on up, call it, and uh, get on out of here. All right. Thank y'all for listening, and until next time, see ya. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D. T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where snurds of a feather rock together. Remember? Bye. Boy. <laughs> no, this is keeping it. <laughs> We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. I actually want to keep that. <laughs> <laughs>